Hello, this is Tushta Krishna Das, and you're listening to ISKCON Denver podcast, where you can hear all of our classes and kirtans. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share with others. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Paramahamsa Parabharajikacharya Asto Tarasata Shishimad His Divine Grace Shila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj Shila Prabhupada Kijai Anantakoti Vaishnavarinda Kijai Nam Acharya Shila Hardas Thakur Kijai Iskan BBT Founder Acharya Shila Prabhupada Kijai Premse Kaho Shri Krishna Chaitana Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasudhi Gaur Bhaktarinda Kijai Shri Shri Radha Krishna Gopagopinath Shamakund Radhakund Giri Govardhan Kijai Shri Vrindavan Dham Kijai Shri Maipur Navadweep Dham Kijai Shri Jagannapuri Dham Kijai Ganga Mai Kijai, Jamuna Mai Kijai, Tulsi Devi Kijai, Bhakti Devi Kijai, Sama Beta Bhakta Brinda Kijai, Sankirtan Jaga Kijai, Brihat Murdanga Kijai, Gaur Premanande. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Sri Sri Guru and Garanga. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Nama Om Vishnu Vidaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale. Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swaman Ittinamine. Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine. Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatide Chitakine. Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaurabhakta Vrinda Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaurabhakta Vrinda Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaurabhakta Vrinda We're reading from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Anti Leela Chapter 6 Lord Chaitanya Meets Raghunath Das Goswami and we'll be chanting on the board here, uh, text 200. So we'll do the uh, word for word first. Hena Vishaya. Such a fallen condition of material enjoyment. Such a fallen condition of material enjoyment. From, from Krishna, Krishna, Lord Krishna, Lord Krishna, 
Udarila Toma has delivered you. Kahana Nayaya cannot be described. Krishna Kripada of the mercy of Lord Krishna. Mahima, the glories. Ena Vishaya Hoyte Krishna Utari Latoma. Kahana Nayaha Krishna Kripara Mahima. Hena Vishaya Hoyte Krishna Udari Latoma. Kahana Nayaha Krishna Kripara Mahima. Ena Vishaya Hoyte Krishna Utari Latoma. Kahana Nayaya Krishna Kripara Mahima. Please chant. and purport by His Divine Grace. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. By His own free will, Lord Krishna has delivered you from such a condemned materialistic life. So this is uh, Raghunath Das, who's actually uh, being delivered from materialistic life. This is Lord Chaitanya speaking. 
Therefore, the glories of Lord Krishna's causeless mercy cannot be expressed. So please repeat. By his own free will, By his own free will Lord Krishna has delivered you from such a condemned materialistic life. Therefore, the glories of Lord Krishna's causeless mercy cannot be expressed. Srila Prabhupada's purport, Srila Prabhupada ki jai. In the Brahma Sanhita 5.54, it is said, Karmani nidadati kintu jabakti bhajam. Krishna, Lord Krishna is so merciful that he can stop the reactions of karma for his devotee. Everyone from the small insect called Indra Gopa up to Indra, the king of heaven, is bound by the reactions of fruitive activities. Yas twindra gopam atavendram ahoswakarma bandhanurupa palabhajanam atanoti karmani nirtadati kintu chabakti bhajan govindam ari purusham Everyone, whether an insect or the king of heaven, is entangled and bound by the actions and reactions of his karma. However, when one becomes a pure devotee, free from material desires and from bondage to karma, jnana, and yoga, one is freed from material actions and reactions by the causeless mercy of Krishna. One cannot express sufficient gratitude to Krishna for being freed from the materialistic way of life. <clears throat> Nama Om Vishnu Vidaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamini, Namaste Saraswati Devi, Gaudavani Pracharini, Nirvishesha Shanyavadi, Paschatideshatarini, Jashi Krishna Chaitana Prabhu Nityananda, Shri Advaita Gadadhar, Shivasiri Gaudabhaktivinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurn Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurve Namaha Shri Chaitana Manobhishtan Stapitan Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayan Tarati Swaparantikam. First, I'd like to humbly 
beg the mercy of all their lordships and especially Shushi Gorni Tai today and also Giriraj, Six Goswamis, Shiva Prabhupada, our whole parampara and all the devotees here and everywhere. So <clears throat> on Tuesday we have the festival, the Panihati festival, the Chittadahi um, Utsav, where there's a big festival performed in Panihati and around the world too. Panihati's a little distance from Kolkata in India. And uh, there's New Panihati Dam in Atlanta. And also there's our Panihati Ashram here where Vinoda Kovita is for our, um, our ashram for the new bhaktas and like that for guests. So <clears throat> this festival is coming up on uh, Tuesday. And if you like to cook, so make chipped rice and yogurt <laughs> for, uh, for the devotees and for their lordships, if you like. Uh, that would be really nice. So um, <clears throat> in this uh, purport here, we're seeing that uh, everyone is bound up. So we're going to hear a little bit about um, how uh, Raghunath Das, even though he was very young, he was just in his teens, um, when he was at home and he was getting a little bit older and he was uh, always wanting to be with Lord Chaitanya. But uh, he was given instructions. The Lord told him that he should uh, be at home and do his duty and take care of his parents. And, um, and that was not really what he exactly wanted to do in his heart, but he was dutiful. So he was doing that, but every once in a while he would uh, run away from home because he wanted to uh, be with the devotees and be with Lord Chaitanya and be with Lord Nityananda, and he wanted to uh, share devotee association. So he was kind of like bound up, you know, you could say. And he was looking uh, for that freedom. And so in this verse here, it says that um, Lord Chaitanya was actually telling Raghunath Das that, um, that Krishna is, con he's taking you away from this materialistic life. It's his causeless mercy. This is what he's done for you. So, um, so what we'll do is we'll backtrack a little bit and see how did he get this mercy and how was it that he you know, felt bound up and how he got this freedom. What was that all about? So um, he's like, you know, and he's, he's in his later teens, and his parents are thinking, you know, what's the matter with this, this son of ours? They had gotten him married, thinking that uh, he would settle down a little bit. And so the girl was as beautiful as an angel, you know, just absolutely beautiful. And... Um, of course, Ragnat's family was rich, so he had a lot of opulences. Unbelievable. But it could not tie down his mind. He felt tied down, you know, in this circumstance, but yet his mind could not be tied down. So, how to be free? 
So his parents are saying, how then could we keep this boy home by binding him with ropes? It's not possible even for one's father to nullify the reaction of one's past activities. So parents are distraught. <laughs> Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has fully bestowed his mercy on him. Who can keep home such a madman of Chaitanya Chandra? Then Raghunath Das considered something in his mind, like a light bulb. And the next day, he went to Nityananda Gosai. So he's just, you know, he's not tied down in his mind. His mind is just there with Lord Nityananda for a special reason. And that reason is to eventually approach Lord Chaitanya. So this is a very valuable lesson for us. Approach Lord Nityananda. Get the, the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. And then get the mercy of Radha Govinda. In the village of Panihati, Raghunath Das obtained an interview with Nityananda Prabhu, who was accompanied by many kirtan performers, servants, and others. So this is a picture of this site here on the bank of the Ganges. Sitting on a rock under a tree on the bank of the Ganges, Lord Nityananda seemed as effulgent as hundreds of thousands of rising suns. Many devotees sat on the ground surrounding him. Seeing the influence of Nityananda Prabhu, Raghunath Das was astonished. So uh, sometimes when Raghunath would go on his little excursions to get away from his so-called imprisonment, um, he would be dragged back home, but this time he was given the permission to go, and uh, because, well, his father was thinking, you know, there's nothing that's gonna tie this boy down. So he goes, Raghunath goes, um, to get the mercy of Lord Nityananda. Raghunath Das offered his obeisances by falling prostrate at a distant place, and the servant of Nityananda Prabhu pointed out, there is Raghunath Das offering you obeisances. Hearing this, Lord Nityananda Prabhu said, you are a thief. Now you have come to see me. Come here, come here. Today I shall punish you. <laughs> the Lord called him, but Raghunath Das did not go near the Lord. Then the Lord forcibly caught him and placed his lotus feet upon Raghunath Das's head. Lord Nityananda was by nature very merciful and funny. Being merciful, he spoke to Raghunath Das as follows. You're just like a thief, for instead of coming near, you stay away at a distant place. Now that I have captured you, I shall punish you. So here's the punishment. <laughs> now Raghunath, he left home <clears throat> because he wanted to get out of that so-called prison and uh, follow the desires of his heart, you know, that freedom that he had in his heart. So uh, here, it seems like he's again being uh, caught 
you know, a thief. He's going to be punished. So maybe, maybe he should have stayed home. <laughs> maybe he would have been uh, safer. Now he's going to be punished. He's a thief. What's going to happen? And this is the punishment Lord Nityananda gives. Make a festival and feed all my associates yogurt and chipped rice. Hearing this, Raghunath Das was greatly pleased. So then what happens is, um, you know, Raghunath's from a wealthy family. There's a lot of servants. So uh, he's got all his men there, his servants, to help him out. And what are they going to do? They're going to go into the village and they're going to buy all this chipped rice, yogurt, and bananas, and all kinds of things. Because this is going to be a big festival. And this is the punishment. <laughs> Raghunath Das brought chipped rice, yogurt, milk, sweetmeats, sugar, bananas, and other eatables, and placed them all around. So whoever's cooking uh, on Tuesday, then they can get all these ingredients. As soon as they heard that a festival was going to be held, all kinds of brahmanas and other gentlemen began to arrive. Thus, there were innumerable people. So uh, this is the way it is sometimes when devotees are doing their festivals and Harinam. All of a sudden, it seems like uh, everyone's showing up. Just, well, Krishna, he uh, directs the wanderings of all living entities. So there's Paramatma in their heart, and so they're all, you know, directed, and they come to this festival site. Seeing the crowd increasing, Raghunath Das arranged to get more eatables from other villages. He also brought two to 400 large round earthen pots. So he's got these great big pots, and he's got several of them just for uh, Lord Nityananda and his group. So he's, um, he's soaking this chipped rice, and, uh, and then they're going to add the, the yogurt, and some of it's going to be with hot milk, like condensed milk. So these different um, pots are being prepared. Um, chipped rice and yogurt. Um, in one place, chipped rice was soaked in hot milk in large pots. And then we've got the um, rice with the yogurt, sugar, and bananas. So this he was making for uh, Lord Nityananda and company. The other half was mixed with condensed milk and a special type of banana known as champa kala. Then sugar, clarified butter, and camphor were added. It's a really good recipe. It's really good. I Nandasunya Prabhu's taking it in. He likes it. <laughs> After Nityananda Prabhu had changed his cloth for a new one and sat on the raised platform, the Brahmin brought before him the seven huge pots. This is all for the uh, seventh son, actually, Nityananda's Balaram, right? It's called the seventh son. On that platform, all the most important associates of Sri Nityananda Prabhu 
as well as other important men sat down in a circle around the Lord. So there's different personalities. Maybe you know some of these personalities from uh, your readings. Among them were Ramdas, Sudarananda, Gadadhardas, Marari, Kamalakara, Sadashiva, and Purandar, Dhananjaya, Jagadish, Parmeshwar Das, Mahesha, Goridas, and Hoda Krishna Das were also there. Similarly, Uddharana Dattatakur and many other personal associates of the Lord sat on the raised platform with Nityananda Prabhu. No one could count them all. So uh, usually when there's a big festival, then at least the uh, Dwadasha Gopals are there. There's 12 main um, uh, Gopas or cowherd boys that are associates of Lord Nityananda, and they come into the pastimes with uh, Lord Nityananda and, uh, and Lord Chaitanya. So, sorry, these are cowherd boys that were with Lord Balaram, and now they come to be in the pastimes with Lord Nityananda. So they're there. Hearing about the festival, all kinds of learned scholars, brahmanas, and priests went there. Lord Nityananda Prabhu honored them and made them sit on the raised platform with him. Everyone was offered two earthen pots. In one was put chipped rice with condensed milk, and in the other, chipped rice with yogurt. All the other people sat in groups around the platform. No one could count how many people there were. So what happened is eventually, uh, so many people were coming, there wasn't even room like on the bank of the Ganga. Uh, everyone had, who came later had to go into the Ganga and <laughs> receive their pots. There just wasn't room. So they would just uh, go into the, the Ganga and uh, take their um, chipped rice there. So here we have um, Raghava Pandit. He arrives, great devotee of Lord uh, Nityananda and Lord Chaitanya, and he sees this whole scene going on, and he starts to laugh. Wow. Because he, Raghava Pandit, he's a great cook, and he loves to give um, Mahaprasad to their lordships. He brought many kinds of food cooked in ghee and offered to the Lord. This prasadam he first placed before Lord Nityananda and then distributed among the devotees. Raghava Pandit said to Lord Nityananda, For you, sir, I have already offered food to the deity, but you are engaged in a festival here, and so the food is lying there untouched. Lord Nityananda replied, Let me eat all this food here during the day, and I shall eat at your home at night. I belong to a community of cowherd boys, and therefore I generally have many cowherd associates with me. Now, all of you have to listen to this carefully. I am happy when we eat together in a picnic like this by the sandy bank of the river. So when all these brahmacharis eat downstairs, it's not just downstairs. It's on the sandy bank of the river, could either be Jamuna or Ganga, and it's a picnic. 
We're following in the footsteps. All glories. <laughs> Lord Nityananda made Raghava Pandit sit down and had two pots delivered to him also. So this is uh, what's going on. Uh, when chipped rice had been served to everyone, Lord Nityananda Prabhu, in meditation, brought Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Wow. So it's like a meditative appearance of the Lord. So, you know, Lord Chaitanya is somewhere else, so-called. <laughs> and then he comes in this meditative form. And when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu arrived, Lord Nityananda Prabhu stood up. See, nobody, not everybody's seeing this because it's this meditative, you know, play that's going on. They then saw how the others were enjoying the chipped rice with yogurt and condensed milk. From each and every pot, Lord Nityananda Prabhu took one morsel of chipped rice and pushed it into the mouth of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a joke. So the coward boys <laughs> used to do this too, right? With Krishna and Balaram. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, also smiling, took a morsel of food, pushed it into the mouth of Nityananda, and laughed as he made Lord Nityananda eat it. In this way, Lord Nityananda was walking through all the groups of eaters, and all the Vaishnavas standing there were seeing the fun. But they don't know what's going on. <laughs> it, it looks like fun, but... Um, <laughs> They don't really see Lord Chaitanya. No one could understand what Nityananda Prabhu was doing as he walked about. Some, however, were very fortunate and could see that Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was also present. Then Nityananda Prabhu smiled and sat down. On his right side, he kept four pots of chipped rice that had not been made from boiled patty. Nityananda offered Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu a place and had him sit down. Then together the two brothers began eating chipped rice. Seeing Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu eating with him, Lord Nityananda Prabhu became very happy and exhibited varieties of ecstatic love. Lord Nityananda Prabhu ordered, All of you eat, chanting the holy name of Hari. Immediately the holy names Hari, Hari resounded, filling the entire universe. When all the Vaishnavas were chanting the holy names Hari, Hari and eating, they remembered how Krishna and Balaram ate with their companions, the cowherd boys, on the bank of the Jamuna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda Prabhu are extremely merciful and liberal. It was Raghunath Das's good fortune that they accepted all these dealings. Who can understand the influence and mercy of Lord Nityananda Prabhu? He's so powerful that he induced Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to come eat chipped rice on the bank of the Ganges. 
So then uh, the word gets out about this festival and all the people here and all the shopkeepers here. So then the shopkeepers come and bring more and more supplies, more and more foodstuffs, more and more people coming and it, more and more chipped rice and yogurt. <laughs> so, uh, and this is all being purchased by Raghunath Das. And he, uh, he gives them, you know, the full price of their goods. And then not only that, but he feeds them all too, all these shopkeepers. He, uh, you know, he has them come, he, he gets the goods from them, and then he gives them back the goods after he's prepared the chipped rice and yogurt with bananas and all the wonderful preps. After Lord Nityananda Prabhu finished eating, he washed his hands and mouth and gave Raghunath Das the food remaining in the four pots. So that was really wonderful. <laughs> and uh, so this was being distributed to the devotees as well. Then a Brahmin brought a flower garland, placed the garland on Nityananda Prabhu's neck, and smeared sandalwood pulp all over his body. When a servant brought betel nuts and offered them to Lord Nityananda, the Lord smiled and chewed them. With his own hands, Lord Nityananda Prabhu distributed to all the devotees whatever flower garlands, sandalwood pulp, and betel nuts remained. After receiving the remnants of food left by Lord Nityananda Prabhu, Raghunath Das, who was greatly happy, ate some and distributed the rest among his own associates. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Margaret. Talking about garlands. So, uh, there was um, a lot of dancing going on, too, in the festival. Lord Nityananda Prabhu first influenced all the devotees to dance, and finally he himself began dancing, thus inundating the entire world in ecstatic love. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was observing the dancing of Lord Nityananda Prabhu. Nityananda Prabhu could see this, but the others could not. The dancing of Lord Nityananda Prabhu, like the dancing of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, cannot be compared to anything within these three worlds. So, uh, after this festival, we have um, Lord Nityananda and Lord Chaitanya. They go to Raghava Pandits for dinner, for the supper, for the evening. And uh, so they have their um, evening prashad there. It's a whole wonderful description of the prashad. And every day, uh, Lord Chaitanya would eat at uh, Raghava Pandit's house. So then after uh, this festival, the day after, um, there's a very nice uh, meeting with uh, Lord Chaitanya and uh, also Lord Nityananda and, and also uh, Raghunath Das. So, first though, we'll hear a little uh, pastime. 
between Lord Nityananda and Raghunath Das. In the morning, this is after the Panihati festival, after taking his bath in the Ganges, Nityananda Prabhu sat down with his associates beneath the same tree under which he had previously sat. Raghunath Das went there and worshipped Lord Nityananda's lotus feet. Through Raghava Pandit, he submitted his desire. I am the lowest of men, the most sinful, fallen, and condemned. Nevertheless, I desire to attain shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Like a dwarf who wants to catch the moon, I have tried my best many times, but I've never been successful. So he's um, begging through Raghava Pandit, um, Lord Nityananda, to give him the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. Every time I tried to go away and give up my home relationships, my mother and father unfortunately kept me bound. No one can attain the shelter of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu without your mercy. But if you are merciful, even the lowest of men can attain shelter at his lotus feet. Although I am unfit and greatly afraid to submit this plea, I nevertheless request you, sir, to be especially merciful toward me by granting me shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So um, then uh, Lord Ch uh, Nityananda replies, Raghunath Das's standard of material happiness is equal to that of Indra, the king of heaven. Because of the mercy bestowed upon him by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Raghunath Das, although situated in such material happiness, does not like it at all. Therefore, let every one of you be merciful toward him and give him the benediction that he may very soon attain shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, and then Lord Nityananda, he called Raghunath Das near to him, placed his lotus feet upon Raghunath Das's head and began to speak. My dear Raghunath Das, he said, since you arranged the feast on the bank of the Ganges, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came here just to show you his mercy. By his causeless mercy, he ate the chipped rice and milk. Then after seeing the dancing of the devotees at night, he took his supper. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gora Hari, came here personally to deliver you. Now rest assured that all the impediments meant for your bondage are gone. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will accept you and place you under the charge of his secretary, Swarup Damodar. You will thus become one of the most confidential internal servants and will attain shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So then Lord Nityananda is asking um, that uh, Raghunath Das be blessed by all the devotees. And um, he, uh, Raghunath Das, offered obeisances at the lotus feet of all the devotees. And then um, Lord Nityananda says, you know, just um, you go home for right now. There won't be any impediments, and very soon you'll have the shelter of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
So, how does he do this? Well, there's a, a verse in the very beginning of this chapter that is very, very sweet. It says, With the ropes of his causeless mercy, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu employed a trick to deliver Raghunath Das Goswami from the blind well of contemptible family life. He made Raghunath Das Goswami one of his personal associates, placing him under the charge of Swarup Damodar Goswami. I offer my obeisances unto him. So it says that Lord Chaitanya employed a trick to deliver Raghunath Das Goswami from this blind well. Does anybody know what is the trick? Transcendental trickery. How did Raghunath Das get out of the blind well? I just know the trick that Raghunath Das used. So what is the trick of uh, Raghunath Das? Um, okay, so Raghunath Das, his guru is named Yadunanda Acharya, and he's in the, uh, once Raghunath Das went with his, oh, so, okay, so his family was watching him at all times at his house, because he was trying to get away all the time. And so they had a full watch on him 24 hours a day. And one time, there was a Brahmana who was living kind of far away. And he left his Pajari service. And so Yadavya went to try and go convince him to go back to do his service. So Raghunathas went with him to do that. And somehow or other during that time, uh, because he was with his guru, they weren't watching him, so at that time he slipped away. And, uh, I don't know exactly what time. He told the his guru, um, "Don't worry, you know this Brahmin was supposed to come and do the worship. He didn't come, so you just he says to his guru, you just go back, and I'll go get the Brahmin, and he'll you know I'll bring him so he can make sure he does the worship. So then at that point he just leaves and goes." and eventually meets up with Lord Chaitanya. And then Lord Chaitanya gives him a lot of mercy, gives him some gifts. Does anybody know the gifts he received? Special gifts, two in particular that were very special. Yeah. 
like a little conch shell yeah. necklace. Conch necklace. Yeah. Was it Mahatma Sarvasana? Um, I don't know. Anything in the middle? It was, uh, I guess, Lord Chaitanya's Mahaprasad. Sometimes they say that um, the Sheila's, you know, Krishna and the, the conches are like Radharani's lotus feet or something, you know. Mercy of Krishna and Radha given to uh, Raghunath Das. Yeah, thank you. So he gets these wonderful gifts and then he gets some special instructions also from uh, Lord Chaitanya and some of them are instructions for kind of a renounced and austere life. So, uh, does anybody know what those, some of those instructions are? He's, you know, coming from a very opulent life, right? And now he's getting these instructions. I think uh, there's one way to be opulent, not stressed. Right. Uh, so he's, he's to live a very uh, austere life. And don't speak Ramyakata, and don't dress, you know, all opulently. In other words, a real sadhu, like a real sannyasi, a real, you know, uh, renunciate. Um, and um, so he gets these instructions, and then um, he he does go to uh, Jagannath Puri to be with Lord Chaitanya and his Shiksha Guru Swarup Damodar Maharaj. Does anybody know what happens? He goes there um, and he goes in the mood of renunciation and he uh, takes his foodstuffs in different phases, in different renounced phases. Does anybody know anything about what he, uh, what he does when he goes to Puri uh, for getting his uh, his foodstuffs. Yes. I just remember the first thing he does is he stands outside the Jagannath temple and begs. And then he thinks this is too opulent. First he's fed by Mahaprabhu personally for like a couple weeks. I'm sorry. First he's fed by Mahaprabhu for a couple weeks personally. Um, isn't there something about how he was sponsoring feasts for the devotees? Yeah, at, some, at one point, yeah, he was doing that, and then he stopped, right? And yeah, thank you. And then he uh, also, he stopped begging, and then he just got from, like, shop owners, whatever was rejected or left over or whatever. And then after that, he didn't even want to do that. He thought, you know, this is almost like, you know, being a prostitute or something, just, you know, begging, hanging out. <laughs> so he just goes and gets the rejected rice that even the cows wouldn't eat, you know, this is actually Ma Prashad from Lord Jagannath. And uh, so out in the fields and all old and <laughs> rejected rice that he would wash and he would eat. And uh, even Lord Chaitanya relished it. You know, he relished that. But then came uh, the, the sad time when um, Lord Chaitanya actually leaves planet. And, and then uh, Raghunath, he's, he's asked to go to, uh, to Vrindavan, you know, to be with um, Rupa and Sanatan. But when he goes to Vrindavan, what is it that he wants to do that 
isn't a good idea. <laughs> Does anybody know? He, uh, he wants to jump off Govardhan Hill, right? Why? He's in so much separation from Lord Chaitanya. Just end his life. But he, he's told, you know, by uh, um, Goswami's, uh, Rupa and Sanatana, that no, he should actually stay here in Vrindavan, he should serve in Vrindavan, and he should um, speak about Lord Chaitanya. He knows so much pastimes. And just a, a, some concluding um, interesting dailies, uh, bhajan and sadhana about um, Raghunath Das and Vrindavan. He, this is his daily bhajan, chanting 64 rounds, japa, uh, that's 100,000 holy names approximately, doing manasi seva in his spiritual body, worshiping Govardhan Shila, bathing thrice in Radhakun, offering 1,000 obeisances to Krishna, offering 2,000 to Vaishnavas and embracing them, resting 90 minutes and some days not at all. <laughs> so, uh, and he ate only one leaf cup, 100 grams of buttermilk daily. <laughs> so, uh, interesting, you know, he, He's really uh, going to experience separation. Um, after the disappearance of Lord Chaitanya, Raghunath Das ate only fruit and milk. After Sri Sanatan Goswami left, he existed on a leaf cup of buttermilk every day or two. And when Sri Rupa Goswami entered Nityalila, Raghunath gave up all eating and drinking. He was slowly burning in the fire of separation from the Lord and his loving servants. The Brajbasis would cry upon seeing his weakened condition. So uh, just a few um, quotes about him. From uh, one from Jaiva Dharma, Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Raghunath Das Goswami showed the esoteric method of engaging oneself in the loving service of Sri Sri Radha Krishna. And then in, um, he did write different books, including Vilap Kusumanjali, and this is Intimate Prayers. So we'll read one of these prayers to Radharani, the queen of his life. My life is worthless. I will give it up without receiving your mercy. Living in Radhakund and Vrindavan is meaningless to me. To say nothing of Vrindavan, even Krishna himself is useless to me without you. Oh, Srimati Radharani, you are the only object of my life. Please be merciful to me. Crying profusely in great lamentation, I hold your lotus feet to my heart and beg for your loving service. May this Vilap Kusumanjali bring even the slightest satisfaction to me. So it says that um, Raghunath Das is actually uh, Rati Manjari uh, serving uh, Srimati Radharani in Vrindavan. So does anyone want to um, add anything? Any uh, pastimes? Of this group? Thank you, Mother. I just wanted to add that uh, this talk just 
basis. I wanted that Tony Graphics room to own and that's, that's the basis of the Teutonic Church in Japan. Yeah, along with Harari Gupta's writings too. Yeah, that's, that's it. Without Ragnar Das's kata, we would not be able to relish this like we are. Yeah, thank you. Anything else? since time immemorial, receiving the remnants, very important, um, remnants of the Lord or the devotees' foodstuffs, their, um, the water that's washed their feet, um, and the dust from their feet. So these are the, the foodstuffs, you could say, of the, the devotees, help them to uh, make progress in Krishna consciousness. Yeah, when we used to have our um, airport book room, you know, we had a book room where we kept all our books um, while we were distributing at the airport. And uh, so we would have our lunch there. And so uh, Jaga and I, Jaga Janani, we, we had one side and then the other devotees had the other side. We'd have a lot of different devotees joining with our party. Sometimes Vaisheshika Prabhu would come um, Kavichandra Vanachari at the time, Tripurari Swami, on and on and on. And um, so when they would go down to the concourse, then Jaga and I would uh, run into the room where they were <laughs> when they were gone, and we would get all their remnants. We got Vishayashikaburu's remnants, and Tripurari Swami's remnants, and, and Kavichandra. <laughs> he was a Vanachari then. So everybody, there's a whole long list of remnants. Pragosh, Pragosh was like a real famous uh, distributor with Tripurari Swami and so many. So yeah, and so that kept us live so I can testify to remnants <laughs> because we were like really, uh, it, was, uh, it was a little bit austere, so. <laughs> Our service, it was great, but um, there was a lot of austerities, you know. <laughs> Seeing Jagajanani marching down the concourse with the policeman, with the, uh, she's, you know, in handcuffs, and I'm going, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, and, and all the time being pulled down to the police station and, <laughs> and all kinds of things. So the remnants saved us. Thanks for this. They're, they're so special because they were, you know, prepared by these uh, 
uh, amazing associates of the Lord. So <laughs> everything that's in their heart is like how to please the Lord and his devotees. So the recipe pops out of the heart and it's just meant for just pleasing them. And so in that way, it's um, totally uh, divine. Just, you know, really special. Just like Jamuna's cookbook or something. Really special because it's just um, her whole focus, you know, how to please Prabhupada, how to please the Lord, how to please the devotees. So everything is very special about it. Every single ingredient is meant to um, um, help you enjoy ecstasies and uh, be with uh, the Lord at every bite. <laughs> it was so special, the menu, that it brought Lord Chaitanya in meditation. Anything else? Yes, Philip, anything? Oh, okay. Okay, so it's 9.03. So um, please celebrate on uh, Tuesday. Um, tomorrow's Pandavan Nirjal Akadati, and then we have the uh, chipped rice festival the day after. So... So you all can celebrate. Okay, all glories to Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, all glories to Raghunath Goswami, all glories to Nita Goranga, all glories to Srila Prabhupada.